back to Let's XP Geek and Gaming Podcast. This is episode number 5050. Thank you for all the listeners who made us uh, allow us to have 50 episodes. It's awesome. Thank you very much. Tonight, we're going to talk about our top 10 films of the 20, uh, 2010s, excuse me, and our top five video games of that same era. So that's going to be a loaded ep. Um, I'm honestly not sure where you guys are going to go with it. If it's going to be all superhero stuff, if it's going to be mixed in with other things, I don't freaking know. Steve knows because he did the list, but... Um, when your co-host Todd, we have Armando, and we have Steve. 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 Thank you for rolling that R, dude. That was kind of sexy. That's pretty good. I'm working. Been working on it. Yeah. Steven. Steven. <laughs> he's our Thanos for the night. He knows all the answers. He has he's seen it. No, he's not Thanos. List. He's fucking um Doctor Strange. He he's knows Kang. all the fucking. <laughs> yeah. Kang the fucking conqueror. <laughs> he who remains. Yeah. If you guys could stop fucking changing your list at the last minute. <laughs> I, I only changed, changed it once. Once, <laughs> once too. <laughs> See, I, although I changed 70% of my list. He's on a whole new other list. Because <laughs> I forgot about like a shit ton of games. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, so which, did I. Which yeah. did change the uh, the ultimate uh, list oh, order. Yeah. So we'll Halloween's see. almost upon us, dude. You, are you a uh, little horror nerds uh, fucking horny happy? Mm, but this is your it, fucking man. month, dude. This is like your birthday again. That's our time to shine. Orange Oreos are in stock. Ew. What? They taste the same? No, they taste better. Why? Are they pumpkin spice? No, they're not. They're normal, but they're just orange. So they're they, orange. Therefore, That's they right. taste better. <laughs> uh, pumpkin no, spice. Yeah, I hear That's, that. No, everyone's going horny over pumpkin spice I've, right now. I've only had a pumpkin flavored beer. I've never had like a coffee or... Fuck, even that's gross. Anything. Really? I like it. Oh man, me, asking, and, me and Joe got so like wasted on pumpkin, the pumpkin beer. You <laughs> know, I was asking my wife because I don't I don't like pies. Pies are gross. What? Um, I don't like them, dude. They're just they're gross. Um, but I asked her pie like, for your fucking punishment. So pumpkin pie. I'm like, <laughs> what are they? They obviously don't use the seeds, right? I'm like, so they must use like the fucking brine or the fucking the pumpkin. They just grind it up, right? And she's like, yeah, I think they grind it up. I'm like, that's fucking gross. Pumpkin's nasty. Pumpkin dude, seeds are fucking dope. Strong, dude. Pumpkin pie you like is the delicious. Halloween Grinch for fuck's sake. I know. Get out of here. <laughs> the Grinch of everything. <laughs> well my kids are happy halloween's here my my little one we've got a monster palooza uh next weekend so she's nice. all stoked out because she's wants who's she who's she mean oh uh, dude um she's gonna kill me because i forget the names the original michael myers dick warlock uh, well that's part two i think no uh the one who said all the cons what's his fucking name let me bring it up you guys, you guys should know this. You're the horror know, nerds. Yeah, the, 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 the director of Hook, or the writer of Hook. No, he's uh, the writer of uh, Major Pain, which is what I oh, found that's right. out. That, that too. Uh, Nick Castle. Oh, duh. Yeah, so Nick Castle, she's going to meet uh, James Jude Courtney. She's really happy for that. I'm going to actually get her the... I wasn't going to do it because I figured I want to save money, but I'm going to get her the photo ops just so she guaranteed to meet him. Um, You're because... going to move, aren't you? you got to save that cash, homie. No, we're not moving. It's too expensive. We we canceled that. But uh, hey, I don't know, Steve. If I know you like to get all kinds of signature, they're gonna have um the little girl from Black Phone, Madeline McGray McGraw, with pigtails. Or Steve hated like her in that movie. Oh, did he? No, like, never mind. Like her now. <laughs> and then that little girl from The Haunting of Hill House, Violet McGraw. I guess they're fucking sisters. They have the same last name. So. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it, man. I haven't been to Monster Palooza since uh, some some asshole ditched me for out of state. So that was cool, yeah. though. They had those really cool 
mannequins remember? exhibits and stuff remember yeah. i have the pictures do you st- i'll maybe i'll send them to you if you don't have them put I have, them in the uh, discord okay shit let me yeah, find throw back halloween is cool i can't well, wait happy uh 50th episode i can't believe yeah it, happy 50th yeah that's shit, crazy. yeah i know i thought this was just gonna be something that you know would be fun for us to hang out and maybe i don't know i mean there's so many pods out there but fuck 50 in we're almost at two years dude november is crazy isn't it two years of doing this which is insane so happy 50 years gentlemen 50 years 50, 50 years avengers avengers 50 yeah, yeah. this time thanos is really dead <laughs> <laughs> Hey, um, random thought. I was uh, reading up on something the other day and it was talking about some, um, you know, being that we're older now, um, how games have changed. You, I, I think you gave me shit, Steve, because I told you I erased a bunch of games off my PlayStation and you were like, one of us, one of us. I was proud of you. <laughs> I didn't give you <laughs> was shit. A, I was proud of you. It was a hard, hard thing to do. But then I was thinking, I'm like, man, I really miss because you guys know I like physical copies. But even when you buy physical copies now, there's no longer the manual that comes inside of there. I miss that, dude. Yeah, even a one sheet's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even if there is a manual in there, uh, usually it's just like legal crap. There's nothing about the story or like they just put the characters' names and shit. Yeah. It was like know, a biography like a and everything. And, yeah. yeah. I was thinking about that because I have some of my original PlayStation physical copies still for like SOCOM and you open those things, it's like a whole manual. Like, here's your operation booklet. I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. Um, but yeah, I was thinking about that. I missed that. And also before uh, we're going to do a little different today because we're going to be covering so much. We're going to skip news and, and such. We're going to go pretty much right into the meat and bones of this. But for our listeners out there, I want to put this awareness out there only because this is like the fourth time it's happened to me. If you don't use two factor op, um, fucking security, I do on everything. Um, thankfully, it works because somebody tried hacking my Microsoft account. Um, recently I got like 10 notifications that somebody was trying to get access. Um, so if you don't use two factor, make sure you're using it on everything from social media to games, to fucking credit cards, whatever you got with your name on it. So gentlemen, you guys too, if you don't have two factor, fucking use it. Yeah. Super useful for sure. Yeah. Oh, save my fucking bacon. I didn't want someone to get my game pass. So, all right. What are we going to get into here? Are we going straight into listener questions? Uh, the first because oh, we're, no. we're not doing what watched <laughs> we're not we're not doing trivia so i figured this would be a good a time as any for uh us to give you your punishment now i've already given oh. you your punishment mondo yeah you did uh, yeah so you I, did yeah so i gave you over the top which i think is a fucking nice punishment top, it's, not that. it's super good it, actually i it, i really like it yeah, yeah well, todd todd fuck you <laughs> yeah. all right mondo well i know that you're a Steven Seagal fan, fanboy. You got posters, you got what everything. do you say? Oh. I, uh, I brother. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I hope you're ready to go over to Tubi and watch 2014's A Good Man. Also look, known as look at the wheels turning in his fucking head. Nope, just a good did man. You, did it's you ba- fucking set me a- up? <laughs> you motherfucker. Did you set me up, you motherfucker? You're a fucking uh, asshole. It's a bait and switch. <laughs> a good uh, man it's called a good man it's not <laughs> oh it's I not called china you. salesman which you already watched which i already watched for the show. thanks to steve for giving me the idea to betray you i like it you guys are assholes <laughs> china, china salesman stars the heavyweight <laughs> mike champ tyson. mike tyson and, uh, they could, 
can I review that real quick then? Since sure. you already made me watch it. It um it fucking sucks. Um the best part is it says it's based on a true story, which is fucking insane. It's basically uh different nations competing for 3G wireless towers in fucking Africa. Um, I can tell you Steven Seagal is in there. Um, I mean, I thought I was body conscious. That motherfucker should be body conscious because holy fuck, dude, he's a mess. Mike Tyson, hey, if you ever listen to this, I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Stop acting because you, you were better. You, he was better in The Hangover than he was in this fucking movie. Great fight scenes, though. Great, stupid, dramatic fight scenes. Terrible fucking movie. I hate you for baiting and switching me. Uh, that's, that's bullshit. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, don't watch the China Salesman. It's one out of five on Tubi for me. So, hey, Mondo, uh, it's me, Mike Tyson. <laughs> it was that bad. I'm mad. Man, this is preposterous. Like, it was so dumb. Dude. Hey, Mike Tyson. Hey, he fights pretty good, though, in the fucking I, movie. Dude, I'll, he's I'll, a I'll fucking beast, bro. I want to fight a, him. He fucking hurt a, me. There's a fight between Seagal and Tyson in the first, like, 15 minutes. For that alone, it was worth it, but the rest of the movie was just garbage. And when you think it's done, there's still like 50 minutes left. So, yeah, it was a long watch, but I'll get on that second fucking punishment, you asshole, uh, for for throwing that at me. So, um, but with that being said, we want to go straight into some listener questions. Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, you can ask us those questions on social media at uh, Let's XP, or I don't know what our social media is. It's only been 50 episodes. I don't know. <laughs> let's XP Geek and Gaming, Twitter, baby, Discord. Is it, is it all it same. Let's XP Geek and Gaming, our, our tag? On Twitter? Yeah. yeah. Okay, good to know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late for our fucking candidate right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, let's start with audio questions. So they come from Chuck. So Chuck, what is your first question? What's up, Let's XP Geek and Gaming Podcast? Chuck here with a few questions. But before I do, I wanted to say congratulations uh, and thank you for making it to 50 episodes. Uh, I've been a day one listener and I've enjoyed the hell out of it. Every episode is is so much fun and yeah, it, it's, it's really good time. So keep it up and I look forward to all future episodes. But now into the meat and potatoes of it. First question is, what's been your favorite episode of the first 50? Fuck. All of them, man. Just the fact that I'm here 50 episodes in and um, not everyone has completely booted me off yet for all my annoying banter. So, um, Shut up, bitch. Of- Spider-Man 3 is the best episode. Spider-Man fucking sucks. Mouth. Spider-Man sucks. Dude. Spider-Man 3 episode, best episode of all time. Still our best yeah, performer date to this day. Somehow Grand Theft Auto's still up there too, huh? San Andreas. Yeah, San Andreas. I didn't even fucking play again. Here's the War Three is our uh, second. And yeah. it's, it's, oh, is it? It's getting close to Spider Man. Oh, Spider Man, Gears, and GTA. I think. Yeah, top I think our top three. Yeah. Fucking GTA. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what our lowest is? Oh, it's probably one of Episode my picks. Episode number one. The Warriors. <laughs> no, man. That was Chuck's pick, wasn't it? Oh, my gosh. That was so funny, too. Just fucking Warriors! dumbass. Oh, Come out and th- That's the episode where, like, Mondo's uh, fucking thing was fucked up, so he was super loud. Super loud. Screaming the whole time. Yeah. That's probably why no one listens. Like, holy shit. Yeah. That was that's... my bad. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, thank you for being a day one listener, Chuck, you sexy motherfucker in Tennessee. I appreciate you. Side note. You and Chuck are so alike; it's fucking scary. I hopped I'm on. The, that he's um, my he's my variant, dude. The movie club for Horse Squad podcast. I'm like, holy shit! He makes the same exact jokes at the same exact time Mondo would. It's like, <laughs> I'm like, wow, it's funny. You guys should be in the same room together. 
it's just bigger and better, dude. He's six foot what three. So better six beard. three. Damn. Yeah, he's a tall motherfucker. Fight to the death, Cody versus Chuck. All right, next question. Oh shit, I got that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh Chuck, what is your second question? Where do you see the show or where would you like to take the show in fifty more episodes? Damn. Got to take Mono to Beat Street. Um Oh shit. I would like to do some kind of like live hangout fucking while gaming or something, you know, but I don't know that like there's a, a game kind of thing. Uh, yes and no. Um, we would have been, we would have had fun doing the PUBG live. Yeah. We had a fucking that was, blast. That was fucking great. That's why I said, I wish it was bigger. Like we could have our own private mm-hmm. fucking room in that because then we could get our listeners and just hang that out and talk cool. shit and, and, and probably be wasted too, because that would just make everything so much better. Oh, just call again a fucking car and just flip it and shit. <laughs> I would love to. Uh, I would love to definitely at some point maybe sit down and have interviews with people in the in the industry. That'd be kind of cool because um, I don't know anything about game development. Shocker. Oh, we got Steve though. I mean, Steve's the fucking guitar hero master who <laughs> <laughs> played all those cool games. But I don't know. What do you guys think? Where do you where do you see us envision us fifty down the road? Probably doing the same thing we're doing now. Yeah, I, I kind of enjoy the, the yeah. I enjoy the format because, like, when you guys pick movies, it's fun because I watch movies that maybe I wouldn't have rewatched otherwise or w- haven't seen. Well, there hasn't been many that I haven't seen, but a lot that I wouldn't rewatch otherwise and stuff like that. So I love that games. I'm you guys are pushing me to play games that I probably wouldn't have played or, you know, like PUBG. I, I tried it, didn't like it, tossed it aside and like seven years later <laughs> picked yeah. it up because of that uh, Todd. And then it was like, I really enjoyed the experience. So that I, I love the format that we have going now, but yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. And I think more interaction with our listeners, like you said, uh, more game nights, uh, more, maybe a live show here and there, maybe start doing like a hangout or something every, maybe every quarter or something like, similar to what we do at the movie club, just do a movie yeah. club, but for non-horror. Um, we should do a live movie watch too. That's what yeah. I, dude. I was, you took the words out of my fucking mouth. I was that'd thinking that the other day when I was watching fucking movies, I was like, that'd be so cool to watch something that, uh, like fucking Kindergarten Cop, for example, because you know, all of us <laughs> would be sitting there fucking, it's not a tumor. I was just thinking like a Skull movie, man. Something oh, like dude. that. Hey, you hey, know what? Um, come on, bro. Uh, is it Ryan over at Horror Squad? He's a fucking Seagal fan too. Yeah, um, like a real one. Your, yeah. Yeah, because he'll he'll post like, "Hey, I'm watching this," and I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" Somebody out there loves. I don't love Seagal. There's only like three or four movies I really enjoy, but um, yeah, fucking that'd be great. I just want to say, uh, speaking of Arnold, uh, I actually appeared on another podcast uh, that oh, yeah. just dropped the day that we're recording, so it's already out by the time you listen to this. I went on the Don't Be Crazy podcast to talk True Lies, and <laughs> I had a blast, man. I fucking love True Lies. Uh, I'm I'm gonna pick it at some point. You know, if, if no one else does, because there's a lot that I want to discuss that we didn't necessarily discuss on that podcast that I think would be fun to discuss on this podcast. There's just a lot to, to talk about in that movie. So really looking forward to it. But check out that podcast. I had a lot of fun. You know, of course, I imitate Arnold here and there. And <laughs> yeah, we had some it's... really funny discussions and a really I had a lot of fun uh, recording it with Zach over there. So check it out. That's the Don't Be Crazy podcast. Don't be which crazy. You can find on everything all the podcast services and stuff. Sweet. I'm going to give it a listen. I want to hear your shenanigans your outside of here. <laughs> uh, real quick, just to add to that, um, Chuck's second question. Um, I really want to have the listeners like play along with us when we do a game. 
and kind of get their more of their feedback. Like, hey, what do you think? Do you ever play this? Especially with like games like uh, Plague Tale Requiem coming out. Like that'd be cool. It'll be Game Pass for everyone has Xbox to all play it and really get input um, to add to ours. So, yeah. Awesome. And Chuck, what is your last question? Last question is kind of personal. Um, I, I, for my benefit and for the other listeners out there, can y'all do a meetup in, I don't know, say May of next year? I'm thinking like, Texas would be a really good place to go. It's kind of a centralized location. I I feel like that would be a really good good option. I mean, we could do it like the weekend before Memorial Day. I think that would be really cool. Like in Texas, uh, you know, we could all get hotels similar, you know, close to each other, or or at least meet up at somewhere and have a good meetup. I think it would be good times. Oh. Anyway, uh, roll that around in your brain. Let it let it sit. Let it marinate a little bit. Okay, okay. Love you. Bye. I think two of the three here are already fucking booked and ready to go. Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. If just a third would fucking get off his ass and do it oh, too. Fuck. I don't know if Texas is ready for Chuck and I in the same fucking room, man. Imagine oh. the chaos. You guys can have the bedroom. Oh man, I'm down. I don't think I'll sleep. No, I'm I'm actually still trying to work the details out of that because the, the family is kind of hinting that they want to go. And I'm like, all right, well, let's kind of see if they're going to end up going or if it's going to be just me or myself and the wife. I don't know. Um, but I got a little bit of time. Maybe I'll just do a fucking turnaround trip and fly out there, hang out, fucking fly back or something. I don't know. But uh, yeah, you guys are going. So I don't know, we'll see. Still got, we'll see what happens. Oh, yeah, we got a ton of shit planned. Um but we will need a lot of our listeners because, you know, it's the same listeners as the Horror Quest Squad podcast. So uh, we were just talking about in the movie club over there. And, you know, we're going to get Cody and Chuck and a bunch of others. Got Asa. Asa. Yeah, we, we got a bunch of people. So I think we'll definitely uh, all hang out. So if you are a listener and you do want to go to Texas Frightmare and, you know, hang out with us, just shoot us a message and we'll, you know, get into contact. We don't know the Random. details yet. It's like way too far away, but uh, it'll be a good time. At least Todd will teach you how to break and enter into property for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> <laughs> Hold the sheet metal. Hold the sheet metal. Yeah, I had to sneak <laughs> on the construction site for the one place. <laughs> I was listening to that. I was like, this motherfucker. So, all right. Thank you, Chuck, for the question. As always, 50 episodes in, man. And I think you'd never miss a day. So, truly appreciate you sending them in. Um, we do have some questions that came over on the Discord. A pretty good thinking question that got me earlier. Um, and this is from the homie Cody, Odd Job versus 007. His question is, outside of movies, what other standout events happened that decade for each of you? So, uh, I mean, who wants to take it first? I'll, 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 I'll go. It's easy. Probably the most significant decade of my life. I yeah. got got married, bought my first house, got oh, my, my, like, not, dream, I wouldn't say a dream job, but a really, really cool job. And yeah i mean bought my second house bought my third house like it's yeah there's a lot of my first car like there's a bunch of stuff to happen in that yeah. decade it's just i mean that we're talking like that's my basically my 30s so yeah i mean a lot of the stuff that the adult stuff was finally yeah coming to fruition in 2010 so yeah that's probably most significant yeah my son was born in 2012 um 
Yeah, same thing. First house, second house, third house, fourth house, fifth house. Fifth house. <laughs> now I'm on my sixth house, which is ridiculous. I'm fucking tired of this. Count the states. Count the states. Uh, California, Texas, Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid, man. Um, yeah, I guess, you know, a lot of adult stuff, you know. Stayed up, was in the military, finished that out. Um, uh, was in my last job for like eight years. So that was a good, you know, professional uh, upgrade, you know, doing that job for eight years and moving up the ranks in that and put me where I'm at today. So, yeah, a lot of stuff in the 2010s. Yeah, you, seeing this question, uh, Cody really made me feel my age because uh, I'm right there along with you, man. 2010, first kid, um, got married. Well, no, wish you, oh, yeah, yours is, your first one's 2010. Huh? Yeah, first one's 2010, got married. Uh, one of my good friends, motherfucker, left me, I think, in 2010, out of state. Um, I think you, no, I left in 20... It was still the decade. 16, 2015, something like that. Wow, whatever. Yeah. You left me in that decade. Um, 2011, fucking started my career. My first, this is my first full-time job, and I've been here going on 12 years now. Um, so started my career 2012, second kid. Uh, made me realize to never have kids again because she was fucking terrible. Um, I love her now more than I did when she was born because I really wanted to give her up at the fire station a few times. Um, let's see, whatever, right? 2019. Uh this is because I have this coming up. So I, so I remembered it. I won a work softball tournament, um, which is pretty cool. One of those Cinderella story type endings where you're coming from behind when um, we have a softball tournament coming up this weekend too, to kind of uh, claim that title back. And then 2018, we bought our first house and we've been here for about three, four years now. So a lot of growing up um, and growing up young because in 2010, I think I was like 22 going on 23. Um, so a lot of fucking growing up, a lot yeah. of different things happening. So yeah, grateful. You, you and I met in 20, 2009. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I remember. In 2009. I remember my crush, dude. You walked in with the black slacks and the blue dress shirt and the tie, fucking huh. buzz cut hair. And yeah. I was like, I don't know who this motherfucker is, but he walks like a creep and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the rest is history, dude. Well, yeah, that's that's my my decade in review. I'm sure there's a lot more, but the big things. So yeah, that was the, right. definitely boy boy to man transition was that decade for sure. Yeah, dude, fucking hey, what's this maturity thing I have to do? What do you mean I have to get it? Why is my voice dropping right now? I don't know what I'm <laughs> so you can get pregnant the first time. <laughs> All right, uh, then our second question set of questions come from the homie Asa Raining Blood sixteen, who is always posting some really good fucking food over on the horror squad mess hall i mean that dude eats amazingly and he's fucking tall and buff as shit like clark kent um but his first well his question is what video game and movie from this decade did not live up to the hype which one came out of nowhere and surprised you by how good it was um i'll take this one first because i wrote some stuff down as far as like i don't think it was a bad game but i know i know todd will and steve will say otherwise but something that didn't live up to the hype um, was Control, one of the first games we played early on um, in this show. Um, I like the gameplay, the gunplay, all that stuff. It was one of the first games I played on the PS5 when I got it. Um, but ultimately, it didn't really wet my whistle. So Control was definitely one that I was hyped about, didn't live up to it. And as far as movie, again, I'll always apologize to Todd on this Wait, one. Control, 2021's Control? I thought it was 2020. No. Oh, fuck. Even, did I write even, it down wrong? Even did if I write it was it down wrong? 2010 to 2019. Oh, I wrote it down wrong. My bad, dude. <laughs> That's my fault. 
Steve over here correcting me. There's another episode I love. Uh, I'll get back to a game then. Uh, but definitely for the movie, um, one that I always apologize to Todd for is The Predator. Uh, when they when it came out, I was really hyped. I liked it. Todd said, "Stupid, stupid, stupid." We argued, argued, argued. I uh, watched it recently when we reviewed Prey, and uh, yeah, it's not a good movie. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, you guys take it away, and then I'll look out for my game right now. Yeah, the Predator is terrible. That's a giant disappointment because you got Chain Black, who I think he's not a great director, but at least he's you know, you know, big time, bigger time director, and he's in the movie. But that movie fucking sucks. But anyway, video games, um, Anthem, man, you know, oh, fucking that's a good creators one. of Halo, right? They're doing their own thing, and this fucking notorious bomb when it comes out, full of fucking garbage and mess. I even for the first time played it like a week ago not the first time but first time since it launched and i'm like this is just not good uninstalled goodbye uh but a game that came out of nowhere is going to be kind of off the radar here it's going to be a mobile game actually and because when it came out at least over here i'm not about up there steve but flappy bird was like a fucking sensation and if you don't remember that one is you literally have your phone and you fucking hit it and a bird flaps and he tries not to crash and that game was so fucking big that the developer ended up pulling it from like the sales charts or whatever to buy the game because he felt like he was um addicting people to media so like it was a giant game so flappy bird cultural icon for like a month before it got pulled down so those are i'm gonna leave it at those we're talking about disappointments now right uh disappointments or stuff that came out of nowhere right or no well, there's uh, I put two disappointments. Obviously, I got one wrong, and then two games that are a game and a movie that you enjoyed that were good. Okay, well, uh, the, my disappointments for each easily for uh, movie was the Justice League because, oh, yeah, like how can you make a movie with fucking that array of characters and make it suck so fucking bad? It was just it was an abomination of a movie, honestly, just absolutely awful and. You know, the Snyder Cut was better, I thought, but still. Four hours worth. So fucking long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was, it was better, but it wasn't like good. a three-day you know? watch. So, uh, <laughs> as far as games go, and this one really hurt me because I was anticipating this so much. And I played only a few hours and I'm just like, I, I just can't do this anymore. And that's Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, oh, come it on. It looks amazing. And it, it plays pretty well. But fuck it, I do not want to have horse washing simulator and feeding you do myself. power washing and... simulators. Yeah, I know, but it's constant. <laughs> like I all of, all I felt like I was doing is chores in that fucking game, and I just didn't want to do that. Like I want to play the game, and when you did actually get on the horse to do something, you know, your horse would do something, and then he'd knock into something, and all of a sudden, fucking cops are after you, and then you have to pay a bounty, and it's it just wasn't fun. Like I just compared to the original game, it just disappointed me in a you know what everyone says about that game everyone says you gotta wait till after 20 hours yeah. it really gets better <laughs> <laughs> shut up I'm not doing i enjoyed that. that game other than the traveling like from one place to another could that could be pretty tedious that game is just so full of fucking good stuff but hey it's not for everyone so but yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna piggyback off of todd's anthem um yeah my bad for picking control but anthem yeah that one had all the hype going into it and then i mean fucking closest to playing as iron man basically this cool fucking world this cool 
different armor and stuff and then it just kind of tanked out i guess steve you played it recently like within the last month or two right with your friends you said it was pretty uh, fun now within the last year i think it's like a PUBG situation i did not enjoy it on my own By yourself, but yeah. I'd, I'd fun playing with friends but even then like it was fun with friends but there are way better games you could play with your friends too so it's uh you know i guess that's what it is but if i'm gonna go on another disappointment one i was also hearing so much about that I played with my friend and we both were just like, I did, we just don't get this. And it's destiny one and two. We, we yeah, played two, like we played more two than one, but it, it was the same thing. Like we didn't know what the fuck was going on. We never really know where, where we had to go. And it, it felt very repetitive and the quests that we had to do. And it just, we eventually just pieced out like there are other games that we could play that are way more fun. So. And it's such a big game still now to this day. I mean, I, I don't get it at all. It's like a reskin of Halo, isn't it? In gameplay wise, yeah, sure. I guess a lot of games are that way, though. But um, right. if we want to talk real quick about things, like I mean, this, these ones didn't necessarily come out of nowhere for me. I guess for me, it was more so the way I looked at it was, I as you guys know, the listeners for 50, 50 episodes, I have like a really big backlog of like shame games, as I call them, games that I should have played um, and just never got to them. And one of these games, um, I don't know, I just never, I played it and it just never captured me. And wasn't until recently that a buddy from work was like, hey, the game's fucking phenomenal. Just stick through it. It's fun. And that's Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I just thought it was very narrative heavy when I first started it, back when it released. It took me five years to finally play it and complete it. And I got to say, it's one of it's one of the best games I played. And it's a shame I didn't play it uh, back then. And as far as the movie goes, again, it didn't come out of nowhere. But my, my outlook on it was more so of like, holy shit, like they're really doing this. Like, are they going to succeed? Um, and that's the movie Solo. Um, I mean, it is very hard to fill those fucking shoes for Harrison Ford. And I know the movie got a lot of shit on it, but it was fucking fantastic. And I really I enjoyed it. I, I can't believe how I much I, I, <laughs> I know you hate it. <laughs> but the cool, I mean, meeting Han and Chewie meeting, that was fucking great. The, I like the, the war mental. stuff. Like it was brief. Oh, Mimban. Yeah. yeah, the war stuff was cool. Which I want, uh, I want more gritty Star Wars shit. I know I heard Andor, Andor. Yeah, Andor. Yeah, that it's, it's really pretty cool. First two episodes are really kind of just uh, laying out the story, mm-hmm. so not much in sense of like, oh, cool action. Um, but last two episodes, I'm like, oh fuck, this shit's gonna pop off, and it's really good. It's very what you just said you wanted is what it is. So. Um, but yeah, those are my out of nowheres. What about you guys? Have any out of nowheres? No. Yeah, I have in the movies. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. I, oh yeah. You no, know, I, I read a lot of Marvel comics when I was young, and that's not a group that I ever like really got onto my radar. Um, I'd heard of them like later on. I don't know when they debuted in the comics. I think it was after, or at least I I didn't see them when I was uh, really uh, reading comics, but. I, you know, when they said they were going to make a movie of this, I was so baffled, like, of all the fucking heroes out there, that's who you pick to make a movie about? Yeah, I'm right there with you. And it was uh, it was close to making my top ten. Like, I really, really fucking loved that movie. Uh, both of them, actually. So that was definitely a big surprise for me in that decade. Uh, games, there wasn't any really, like, big surprises, I'd say. The, they, the games pretty much fared the way I thought they would, so I wouldn't go anywhere with that yeah i did you feel that game uh guardians of the galaxy 2 was a little bit 
missing a little bit as compared I, I, to I, I loved it honestly so yeah uh, I love the, the fact that there. we got fucking ego as a character on screen was mind boggling like I remember seeing ego when I was a kid thinking wow that'll never fucking translate to film <laughs> you know a giant eating planet uh that with a face did. on it <laughs> and here we go we got ego we got a bunch of other characters since then and it's just it's crazy did you see that um because they're going to do the thunderbolts movie and uh thunderbolt ross who recently passed away uh hurt right william hurt yeah um they're going to recast harrison them. ford harrison ford I don't believe Possibly. it. Why, why get someone who's so? 80? You know, like, unless you're going to kill him off. The motherfucker just did, uh, he just did fucking Indiana Jones, and you know he was probably in the movie like 10% of it, and the rest right. was like <laughs> right. the stunt, stunt doubles, CGI, trans. Oh, which takes me back to that fucking China salesman, Todd, just so you know. That movie's so bad. There's an opening scene with a motorcycle, and it's supposed to be Steven Seagal riding it, and they fucking use CGI to put his face on uh, the fucking flap of the mask, dude. I so just it. so you know. because the fucker skinny, skinny Asian guy, and it's supposed to be Steven Seagal. He couldn't get his leg over the fucking motorcycle, so. He does he do uh, all the scenes sitting down because he's out of fucking breath. It's so fun. No, Gosh. but I, I should have clipped some of the fight scenes because it's they're really like over the top and stupid. But anyways, yeah. But those are the questions from Discord. Unless you guys have um, any more, uh, we appreciate you guys. Like we said, fifty episodes in, you guys sending in questions. Uh, I love doing it. I love discussing it. I like uh, Steve finding all my mistakes and calling me out. So. Uh, that's what makes it fun to do this so but with that being said no no trivia tonight or anything like that because we have massive lists um and we want to make sure that we jump into it so fellas do you want to get into top five games let's do it yeah, start at the it. bottom yeah round robin okay. round ro- Ooh, circle jerk i prefer round circle robin. Jerk. <laughs> i'll start i'll start it off because i guarantee this is not gonna make anyone's list number five at number five is bioshock 2 from 2010 I love the Bioshock, Bioshock fucking universe. Rapture is fucking awesome. Part one's amazing. Part three is cool too, but it's not in Rapture. So that's why I put uh, Bioshock 2 on this one. But you actually play as a big daddy. You go back to Rapture and you're going after the big sister. It's a fucking great video game. Plus, I was really into the multiplayer. It's not a polished multiplayer, but I fucking loved it. Like I put down Call of Duties and I was playing fucking Bioshock 2, first person shooter, running around, fucking stealing little sisters, shooting people, things like that. You bastard. You will eventually <laughs> play about all three Bioshocks, Mondo. <laughs> we got Son 50 episodes. Because <laughs> they're all remastered. And part, I mean, part four is coming out. It's just a matter of time, right? So Bioshock 2, I love it. I love that whole world. Big Daddy's such a cool character. And it's awesome. Is that, the, to play as well. is that the one where you have to decide whether you're gonna save the girl or fucking consumer her? That's part like that? one. Yeah. Oh, okay. You get more. Uh, I forget what it is, but you get more power if you kill her. Gotcha. Opposed to letting her live, but what animal would fucking kill him? So I let him live, even Steve? on my second playthrough. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> he did. Look at the grin on his face. You know he fucking did. <laughs> All right, Steve. You want next? Uh, yeah, sure. So uh, my number five is also one I don't think any of you will have. Well, I know you don't have any list because uh, <laughs> I wrote the master list, but it's uh, Bioshock Infinite. Oh, so, what could do uh, it? I, like, very slightly... Hold up, ours were... Orig- my original list had number Bioshock Infinite number five, and I it? screwed you over and switched it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right, that's right. <laughs> uh, so Bioshock Infinite was is my number five. I just slightly like it better than Bioshock 2, um because i like that we saw a new city you know so in this one we go into clouds and i like the 
museum aspect of it like they treat the history of uh i think it's columbia i think that's what they call the city they treat the history of columbia like it's some big uh, important thing and you see a lot of statues of the history and the 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 way the scale of things are and i just really really love that game i love uh, the characters elizabeth god my god elizabeth <laughs> he, he is on one tonight yeah. he, let's xp whatever the fuck our name is <laughs> yeah. uh, elizabeth the character who follows you around i really liked having her around and stuff like that and i just love that game you know i love that trilogy i think bioshock is one of the best series out there so easily had to have at least one of them on the list so number five all right, number five on my list is Assassin's Creed Black Flag 2013. Shocker, I'm a big fan of the Assassin's Creed franchise. Um, I love that they use history as their playground, which is their saying. And for that story was one of the best that I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed all of them, but for different reasons. This one um, was just so cool becoming this pirate who finds and kills um this fucking assassin ex-assassin taking his cloak pretending just fucking being a swashbuckling fucking pirate naval battles all that cool shit while intermingled with the assassin's creed story of the war between the templars and the assassins and humanity and free will and all that stuff really love this game i love a lot of darby mcdevitt's uh writing when he did this story and some others uh the ending is one of those endings i think in the last episode i talked to it stuck with me he just from beginning to end i had so much fun with this game um, it was so cool. Um, I enjoyed it. So Assassin's Creed Black Flag is my my number five. All right. Coming in at number four is 2015's Fallout Part 4. Um, I, I love the settings of the Fallout universe. You know, nuclear holocaust set in like a 40s, 50s kind of retro style. It's just amazing. Um, this one, you, uh, your Soul Survivor Fallout 111. And when you're about to, like the nuclear bombs are fucking falling you get frozen with your family and you wake up a little bit later and you see someone kidnap your unborn child or sorry, your, your infant child and kill your wife. So I'm like, fuck, I'm going to get this motherfucker. And then when I come up to the game, that's when you like, you, you set out on your journey, meet the brotherhood. Um, it's fucking good. It's just good. I know there are problems with fallout universe. I understand why people maybe not like it. Cause it is pretty buggy even to this day. But Fallout 4 is just fucking awesome. Um, I prefer it. It's my favorite game in the series, even over 3 in New Vegas and things like that. But uh, Fallout 4, it's freaking great. Cool. Uh, I, my number four is Grand Theft Auto 5, which got its first of a 1,000 releases in the 2010s. Uh, what can I say? I mean, fucking Grand Theft Auto, they almost never miss, apparently, other than remasters. So I really love this one. You play as three different characters and it was just so clever the way that they did the three characters. Like they each had their own thing going on for them and I enjoyed playing with all three of them. And I love that when you switch from one to the other, the other one's like usually like in progress of doing something. And that could be, he's just sitting by the pool. Like he can be doing a job. Like he could be in bed with a prostitute. You just never know where you're going to meet like the characters in in-game and stuff like that and it was just so well done i i fucking love playing this game i loved uh, the city that we got to explore it looked great it plays great and uh yeah it's it's awesome my only gripe with grand theft auto 5 is that if you want to play online you have to have other people in there and all they do is chase and kill you 
So it just took out the fun. I wish you could just have your own map with your friends and not have to worry about fucking assholes ruining the game for you because I had like a whole like I had a biker's bunker and I had all this like great stuff. Uh, my my biker bar was super like souped up and I had a garage and I had all these apartments and stuff like that, but it just wasn't fun to play because of uh, all the people that are in it. So if you could just have your friends and just do fucking jobs and stuff like that, that'd be way better. But as it stands, I didn't like GTA Online. So that's the only complaint. Otherwise, fantastic game. Yeah, it's a shame. I love that game too, but it didn't make my list for top five games because there's too many fucking great games out there in such limited space. But number four for me, um, is a game that I initially never really thought I was going to enjoy. It was kind of weird, um, but that changed when I played it, and that's 2010's Red Dead Redemption 1, the original John Marston. Um, never really played a cowboy game. Um, I knew it was made by Rockstar. Rockstar's had so much success in the Grand Theft Auto franchise that I truly enjoyed. Um, I thought this was going to be you know, just some random whatever game ended up loving the shit out of this game i mean the john marston character was cool um just playing as a fucking cowboy shooting fucking other cowboys bank robbing you name it i mean you do everything in this game and to top it all off something rockstar does very well is the narrative in their game the story in their game um so i really i really liked it the ending was one of the shocking fucking endings where you're like what no fucking way i can't believe they did that um it, it was just, it's fun all around and it's a cohesive, great story, great gameplay. I love doing the dead eye, um, slowing down time and stuff, which I know was like a Max Payne thing, but the way they adapted over there was great. And then when they added Undead Nightmare, um, which was like their zombie iteration, I also enjoyed that shit too. Uh, Red Dead Redemption was really great. I love the sequel as well. I mean, they're pretty much the same thing, same stories intermingle. Um, one's a prequel, one's a sequel, but Red Dead Redemption is a really fucking great game. Yeah, the ending's dope. You get fucking wasted and you come back as a son. That's cool. I'm going to get revenge for my dad. Fucking blow him away when he's fishing or some shit. Uh, all right. My number three is GTA 5. Characters are so fucking good. Franklin, uh, Michael, and then fucking Trevor, man. Like Steve was mentioning, you the best would like, one. yeah, you'd be fucking around as Franklin. You're like, yeah, let's see what Trevor's doing. And he's fucking like in his underwear running from the cops or something. And it's just like, it's so good. Uh, the 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 multiple multiple choice endings cool. Um, GTA has always had a problem with gameplay uh, gunplay, um, so hopefully yeah. they fix that. Um, but it's just a great game. It's a great game. Replay about replay ability replay value whatever is replay excellent. Value, yeah. But I agree, online for GTA sucks. Yeah, same does. thing with Red Dead Redemption. You shoot one guy and that fucker hunts you down for two hours, and it's not fun anymore. Um, so it was cool to like have your little apartment and shit, but as soon as you step outside, people will just like fucking die bomb you with a fighter fucking jet or run you over with the tank and just like, it's not fun anymore. So still a great story though, GTA five. Did you guys ever play the DLC for GTA four that introduced um Johnny and the Lost in the Dam motorcycle club? Yeah, I did. Yeah, that was the one thing that was the one thing in GTA five that bummed me out because it's Trevor when you meet him early on. He's uh, coming out of his trailer and he confronts Johnny from that DLC and fucking kills him. And I was like, no, I fucking love the whole DLC is Johnny and I fucking love them. And now this asshole crackhead fucking kills him. And then I fall in love with Trevor and forget all about that shit because Trevor is just fucking great. But yeah, that was awesome. Uh, my number three is Spider-Man. 
I Spider-Man is my absolute favorite uh, superhero. He's like one of the first fandoms I ever had when I was a kid. So I've played most of the Spider-Man games that have ever come out, uh, all the ones on console anyway. And this one is easily the best of all of them. Uh, just really good, like so fluid, uh, really cool design, uh, looks great, plays great, other than the fact it's on a shitty controller. And uh, I just uh, really, really love that game, you know, and it's one that I've, it's really one of the only reasons that I had a PS4 was to play this uh, and something else. But uh, yeah, Spider-Man, easy to put on my list there. Do we have a tie, Steve? Did we come up with the same? This is what I changed because it initially right. wasn't on there. I totally forgot about it. Um, but my number three is fucking Insomniac's 2018 Spider-Man. Um, got it when I got my pro, my PlayStation 4 Pro, and just never really played it. it. wasn't until I got my PS5 and I was like, you know what? Let's see what the whole fucking thing is about it. Um, and it was fucking great, man. The handling on that great controller that has haptic feedback that uh, Steve doesn't like. Um, it was so much fun. The story was really good on that as well. Like super emotional with Doc Ock and the Sinister Six and all that. And it was just, it was a fun fucking game to play. Um, I do think that they should go back to the old Peter Parker face, not the one that they changed <laughs> with the PS5 release, but yeah, great game, great playing. The web fucking swinging was, I mean, wow. That, that made so much fun in that. So I still haven't played Miles Morales. I have that one too, which is the offshoot um, that, that came out for it. And I should probably get to it before the new, the Spider-Man 2 releases probably next year. But yeah, Spider-Man 2018, great, fantastic game. Yeah, despite the uh, subpar controller, my number two is Spider-Man from 2018. Uh, no, it's, I honestly didn't notice it, but um it's great. It's cinematic. Uh, the fight where the Sinister Six just kick the shit out of you and you can't fucking win the great. fight. It's fucking fantastic. I yeah. don't, there's some, some parts I don't like where you're playing as like Mary Jane Watson. And oh, those are the worst. The stealth stuff missions. Like that. Yeah, that's whatever. But thankfully, it's only two or three missions like that. I think you're Miles, Miles Morales too at one point. Um, but yeah, swinging around, seamless, going on little side quests, beating up criminals, going after bad. It's just fantastic i can't wait to replay it actually yeah I, I remember that mission when you're fighting rhino and scorpion at the same time um just all those fucking those villains were unique who was it shocker not shocker um what's the other lightning one electro electro yeah. electro were literally fucking going from post to post and right. shit and that's vulture but that that fucking one where they just beat the living fuck out of you it was that shit was dope fantastic and then aunt may fucking sacrifices herself at the end oh yeah. mercy to me is hot uh all right so my second one is the last of us uh last of us is a fantastic game it's in my top 10 of all time uh great story great gameplay um i love playing against the tickers as much as i love playing against the humans puts you in really unique situations throughout the game as well which i really liked uh very emotional story and um yeah, just dug the whole game through, you know, all the way to the end. It was just a really, really good story. And I loved exploring that world. I love that you moved around a lot, you know, you're never really in one place for very long. And you get to see all sorts of stuff in the time frame that uh, you play the game. So Last of Us was a, an easy second pick for me. 
Number two, it would be a goddamn shame if I didn't put this fucking game on my list, considering it has taken the majority of my life since 2019 when it released. Not that I have like 1,400 hours invested into it now, but that is going to be The Division 2. I love this fucking game. Obviously, I have so much fun with it. The support that it's continuing to get after it was pretty much uh, DOA after they finished like their third year. Um, it's super exciting. Um, I just, there's so much fun. I wish, I wish that you guys would enjoy it as much as me so I'd have more people to play with instead of randoms. Um, but the Division 2 just keeps on delivering. There's more shit that's actually releasing tomorrow after, after we're done recording. Uh, it'll, you know, they're giving more shit's going to come out, more stories. So I love this game. It's so much fun. Fingers crossed that they do a third one. Um, nothing's officially announced, but this is such a big franchise for Ubi, Ubi, whatever you call it. Um, I'm super happy, but division two, 2019, definitely my number two. Number one, my favorite narrative of all time, last of us part one. Um, you know, beat it on PS3, beat it on PS4, I think beat it like three times, and I'm eager to play again. I just love it. The world is great. Characters are excellent. The violence is fucking awesome. It's so satisfying getting a brick and just fucking smashing over some dude's head, choking out somebody, and they're, like, trying to, like, grasp your face and claw your eyes out. To the scenes where, like, normally where you switch from a big bruiser-type character that is Joel to a smaller character that is Ellie, you would suffer gameplay for that, but no, it's just a different kind of mechanic, but you're still fucking brutal. You're still shooting dudes with arrows. Um, just all around well-written, well-played, well-aged game. Um, I'm going to have to get that remake eventually once PS5s are like $100. So we'll do that. Yeah. Uh, and my first one, no surprise to anyone who listens to the show, uh, it's uh, Minecraft. I've put in thousands of hours over multiple consoles i owned it on ps3 ps4 xbox 360 xbox one xbox series x uh switch you know pc mobile i, I fucking own every copy that i could of this game absolutely love it uh i could still like get lost in it i, I almost don't play because i'm afraid i'll get lost in it again you know but they keep fucking updated that shit and keep making the world better like when I first played Minecraft, there was basically nothing in that world. You know, only a few animals, only like maybe five or six biomes, like different types of areas. And I loved it then. Now fucking everything is filled, like even the nether and the tunnels and there's in the sky, there's shit and the water, there's shit. It's just like fully grown and stuff like that. And it just gets better and better. And Microsoft keeps putting money into it. So yeah, easily. I think my top game of uh, that decade. It's not often on this show that Todd and I agree, but every so often we have a unicorn moment. And uh, this is going to be another one of those perfect timing for episode 50. My number one game of the decade, 2013's The Last of Us. <sighs> that game is just fucking great. Like Todd, I played it multiple times, beat it multiple times. I have the remake that I purchased. I haven't played it yet. Um, but seeing videos from it, Todd, I could tell you that the brutality, the gore that Last of Us Part 2 has, has translated to Last of Us Part 1. So, you know, playing that game back in 2013 when we did, I'm pretty sure at the time it was like, holy fuck, 
I just hit that person in the head and there was like a blood splatter. Well, this time around on the remake, there's fucking bloods, guts, explosions, gurgling sounds. I think that's one thing you said about Last of Us Part Two was stabbing someone in that awful gurgling oh, yeah. sound. Yeah. This has you, it too. You can shoot a hand off and they'll be like holding their stump. My hand. Oh my God, my hand. <laughs> So this is this is in the game. Uh, Last of Us, the universe is great. Um, we're used to zombies. We're used to vampires. We're used to all kinds of post-apocalyptic things, like the road, human beings being the worst thing. In this game, human beings continue to be the worst thing because it's just human nature. But the world has ended due to this fungus that has taken over. It's crossed over from insects to humans. So um, this game is just great. And I'm, I'm, more, I'm confident that they're going to do a three. They have to do a three. Um, but more so that this is being translated into a live series on HBO Max. Um, sure, there's going to be changes to it, but to see a clicker translated from a video game to live action, that's, that sound still fucking haunts me for that game. That, that shit's scary. And then that level where you're in the sewers and all of a sudden you just start hearing the fucking rats screaming and running to you like that game is just great it's great in everything it does so last of us one of the best narratives best stories best opening best fucking game of this decade hands down for me awesome uh so you guys ready to get to the listeners ultimate top uh, top five oh, yeah yes, i've been anxious anxious so uh so this is their top five uh i will say that between number five and six there's a gap so these are the definitive top five okay and only one real surprise i thought uh but i mean they're all big games so it's not that much of a surprise so at number five we got grand theft auto five okay not too surprising people love no. their grand theft auto at number four it's spider-man okay which a little higher i see I did too, but it's a console exclusive, and I think yep. some of the people on that submit a list don't have a PlayStation. So Got it. I think that's probably why, because everyone who did put it on their list put it at two or three. So gotcha. Um, at number three, and this is the only one that I'm kind of surprised about Fallout 4. Oh, shit. Uh, Fallout 4 made it uh, at number three, just a little bit over Spider Man. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's a great game, but I didn't think it would be. Top of the decade, uh, right? But again, Fallout Four is available to everyone, so that definitely yeah makes played sense. a role there. At number two, The Last of Us. Whoa, uh, okay, I, shit. I think oh. for similar reasons as Spider-Man, exclusive uh, exclusivity keeps it out of gamers' hands, right? So uh, that people didn't play it, but it did have a very good showing. And uh, other than one person, everyone had it in their top two or three. You know, like. In the top so uh pretty good showing but number one and this is because a lot of people put it as their number one minecraft <laughs> oh shit <laughs> so minecraft got wow. i want to recount i want to <laughs> recount <laughs> so there you go minecraft Had... with uh, a bit of a gap over the last of us yeah and there you go i think uh gta 5 is probably the only game on this list that has literally been on every console throughout this decade. <laughs> the fucking thing has had a 10-year life, man. That's crazy. Yeah, and just a couple other stats quickly. If we were doing a top 10, number six would have been uh, Skyrim. Number seven would have been Resident Evil 2 Remake. Number oh, eight would have been The Division 2. Number oh, nine was, yeah! Number nine would have been Borderlands 2. 
and number 10 would have been the witcher 3 so oh wow that would have been our top 10 had we not done it uh movies uh, sorry games that got number one votes that weren't in the top 10 uh gears of war 3 someone put as their number oh, one shit and uh mass effect someone i put as their number one and neither of them got uh you know made it that's, to the top 10 so that's crazy because there's games that you mentioned on there that like even to this day i haven't played like mass effect i've never played skyrim the witcher yeah. none of that. it's harder to play every game than it is to watch most movies yeah. wow exactly. you know it's bigger time I wish, investment i regret on uh, not playing god of war 2018 because i'm still continuing my playthrough with that I still haven't started fantastic. It down. just it's downloaded. great dude dude yeah. spec ops the line came out in this decade which is also oh, a great great, game. It's great fucking game it's, it's great hard game. to leave off the walking dead um mm-hmm. that we always constantly talk about i had to take it off because i'm like dude i love that game but there's other games yeah. i love just a little bit more so yeah i had PUBG, PUBG's on there for me but it wasn't like a narrative you know so i left it off and then call of duty a couple of call of duties have really good stories but i left them off but definitely yeah. hard definitely hard but um I, we got some decent lists man uh, i i i love the the joy in your face steve when i was like that's fucking minecraft no it has yeah, to be it has to be like that <laughs> uh and, and my two honorable mentions uh just because they're indie games they didn't really like belong in the same list as something like Grand Theft Auto and Bioshock and stuff. Uh, Telltale is a walking dead, just narratively fucking amazing. And one that doesn't get enough love that I really, really, really love is Valiant Hearts. I don't know if you guys have heard that one, but... I've seen it. It's always piqued my interest, but I've never taken the dive. I'll I'll have to pick it one day because it's a short game. It's about World War One, and it's a really clever, like, way to show, like, teach people about World War One fucking okay. fantastic game so. until we get an assassin's creed in that in that era right and then it'll <laughs> be even great all right so that's the top five games that we have and thank you guys for the list that you submitted over to share your top fives now the brunt of this fucking uh list man the top 10 movies of this decade which god damn to do a decade list with all the movies that were out was probably the most difficult i think this is the first time i've ever done a decade list I don't know how you guys do this. I mean, you guys are what, like a three or four list in on your other podcast. This was our first one. And this shit was just hard fucking selecting, removing, selecting, removing. But um, with that being said, I'm going to, I'll start first if that's okay with you guys. Um, I cheated a little on this one. I had to pick one and specifically for the sake of numbers. But coming at number 10 for me is 2012's The Expendables 2. I mean, I am a lover of everything 80s. I think 80s and some of the 90s are like peak fucking macho um, action movies. Um, the Expendables just takes everything I love about all that fucking macho-ness and dumps it into all these old farts in 2012 trying to trying to put their best foot forward and, and, and be fucking cool and shit. Um, the Expendables, when that series got announced, I was like, this is fucking great. It's going to be amazing. I don't care how bad it is. I'm going to love it. Um, and I just love it. The second one introducing JCVD as the uh, the villain, which was pretty cool because, I mean, you never see JCVD as a villain and he's going up against fucking Arnold and Bruce and Dolph and everything. I fucking love the Expendables series. I hope that none of them go into AFib uh, come Expendables 4 because these fuckers are old. Um, so, yeah, Expendables 2, 2012, fucking absolutely love everything moment of it right. see if you want to go you want me to go go ahead i just made a last minute change 
because I completely left out fantasy films or medieval times, and I love that shit. So I'm removing my top 10, which was Guardians of the Galaxy. It's going to be honorable mention. Guardians of the Galaxy, real quick, is awesome. But The King that I just talked about earlier, uh, Starling, Timothy Chalamet, is fucking Wait, excellent. what was that name again? Timothy, How you Tim, Go Timothy, on, see. Timothy Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Whatever. <laughs> he plays a, a king. Right, he's a young king, comes into power, and he has an instant instant civil war, and then he goes off to fight the French because they insult him. Um, I think it's an excellent one. It's got the guy from fucking uh that plays Owen in Star Wars, Obi-Wan. He plays his fucking like wise kind of older knight that's kind of like falling out of graces with the knight dudes, right? Because he's a fucking drunk. But Timothy Chalamet, he trusts him, he brings him to battle, and it's fucking excellent. If you like swords, you like fighting, you like period pieces. I think you like this one. So the king, number ten. Sorry, Steve, for fucking up your fucking spreadsheet. It, it, it doesn't uh, affect the the top ten, so that's okay. fine. Um, so my number ten is Mad Max: Fury Road. Uh, fucking badass film. So I wasn't even that much like looking forward to this that much. I didn't love the old Mad Max films like all that much. Like I enjoyed them, but I didn't think they were all that special. So when they announced that they were going to make a new one, it was like, eh whatever but uh i even didn't even see him theater like i just wasn't interested at all and my friends kept telling me like go see this fucking thing go see this fucking thing so i went and holy shit that movie was badass just it the imagery was so crazy and the characters and the sets and the fucking character designs like the way they looked and it was amazing i fucking love this movie and I love it more every time I watch it. So if you ask me again in a year, maybe this one's higher on my top 10. You know, it's just that kind of thing. Uh, fantastic film. Highly recommended. If you haven't seen it, that's Mad Max Fury Road. I live. I die. I live again. <laughs> hey, that prequel's coming out, the Furiosa with yeah. uh, Anna Joy Taylor, right? As the yep. character. Yeah, damn, she's in everything now, dude. She's like, um, fucking her stock is just out of, out of the world. All right. My number nine is a movie that i knew nothing about walking into it i just knew it had action um it seemed pretty interesting based on the trailers when i watched it and absolutely fucking fell in love with this movie and that's going to be 2014 manners make it man kingsman i absolutely love this fucking movie um, to see these youths who grow up to become basically like what Steve does secretly on the lowdown, becoming like the country's fucking 007. Like that was cool. Um, the use of uh, things like uh, their names, like Merlin and fucking all that shit. That was really cool. Um, the fucking scene at the end. If you save the world, you could stick it in my asshole. <laughs> like that's fucking great stuttering samuel L. jackson the fighting the choreography colin it's colin firth right that's in it um him fighting in that church scene the gore everything about this movie was so fucking great um i loved it kingsman is a, a fun series maybe not the the prequel uh to say but the original um was really a, a fun ride uh that's one i completely forgot and definitely would have made my top 10 um but I'm not going to fuck Steve up that much more. Number nine, Captain America Civil War. Um, Captain America is my second favorite hero uh, after Spider-Man. And this one introduced Spider-Man for the first time in MCU, right? Um, it's just fucking great, man. Seeing these larger-than-life dudes, good guys, fighting each other, especially that final scene 
with uh, Iron Man and um, Captain America going at it, and he's like, fuck it. Oh, he's going to kill Iron Man? No, he's not kill him. But it looks like he's going to kill him. He shoves it in his fucking heart. That's a great movie. Um, yeah, nothing else to say about that. It's fucking good. Love that movie. It's great. Great film. Um, my number nine, maybe uh, a pick that not a lot of people would have thought of, and that's Ex Machina. Uh, I really fucking dug oh, shit. this film. Uh, just a fantastic look at like the relationship between man and machine, and it's just it's so good. Like people need to check this movie out. I think it flew under the radar for a lot of people, and I don't think a ton of people have seen it. But do yourself a favor, check it out. It's on all sorts of services, and it's so fantastic. Like all the, the acting is great, the action is great. It's just watch it. Excellent. That's got um, that's got Leitas Gaitas in it, right? Um, General from. General, General Hux, Hux and, and the dude from yeah. Moon Knight. Um, yeah. Fuck, Poe Dameron. Oscar, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oscar, Isaac. Oscar Isaacs. Yeah, that's, he's, he's the star of it. Yeah, he's the he's the creator of the AI, and then right. uh, yeah. Dom Hall Gleason is the dude who's like, oh, I'm in love. Blah, blah, blah. Right, right. Yeah, that's good. That's a good movie. I do own it. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, my number eight is part of a franchise that I fucking absolutely love, next to Star Wars, um, and that's going to be 2010's Predators by uh what's his face who did desperado i forget his fucking name is um robert Robert rodriguez yeah uh predators um didn't know how i was gonna feel with adrian brody being the one who was tagged to star in it um again had no idea what it was about and to find out it's a group of people who were taken during like instances of what was going on in their life like the one dude from baja um, you got fucking soldiers and stuff all taken to this hunter's planet where they're being hunted by the predators was really fucking cool. And to take it a step further, have predators versus predators because there's superior races and clans and stuff. Um, I really enjoyed this movie a lot. I enjoyed it way more than I did the alien versus predator movies and definitely the predator. Um, this, this is one that I'll watch every time it's on TV. I own it. I never get bored of it. It's really cool. Um, other than fucking stupid, what's his name in it? The fucking doctor dude. Toe for uh, Grace. Toe for Grace. Yeah, that's the only thing that kills it for the fucking movie for me is Toe for Grace and his, oh, you're wondering why I belong here. Yeah, yeah. Like, get out of here, you motherfucker. Uh, it's a fun movie. It's a fun watch. Um, I don't think we're ever going to get a sequel to that. <laughs> They're probably all dead. I know the comic had a sequel, but it's a great film. And if you haven't watched it, what the fuck are you waiting for? All right. My number eight is one that doesn't get a lot of love. It's Wind River, and it has your Marvel alumni. You got fucking, sorry, Elizabeth Olsen and Jeremy Renner, starring as uh, Olsen's FBI agent. Renner is like a hunter. It's, uh, I believe it's in Alaska, um, where they're near a Native American reservation, and this girl ends up dead. Uh, and then her boyfriend ends up dead as well. And they think it's like they're trying to pin it that it's a murder-suicide. Olsen's brought in for FBI agent because she has jurisdiction because it's on like a federal land or something. So they have to call in the FBI to do an investigation for the murder. Also has John Bernthal in it, who's a fucking awesome actor. And he plays the, the dead boyfriend of the Native American girl. And it's just amazing. This The final scene, the final like 25 minutes is some of the best in film the way they play it out because you don't know what's happening and then right before Olsen goes to like knock on a suspect's door it goes flashback to actually what happened in the film and then you figure out oh fuck this is happening so Wind River 
is awesome. And that's why it's at my number eight. Cool. Um, my number eight is Joker. So I uh, didn't know what to expect when I went into this one, but it uh, was a completely unexpected movie in a lot of ways. I think Joaquin Phoenix plays a really good Joker, and it was a nice way to look at like mental health and the rise of the Joker. And uh, yeah, I, I just absolutely love the film. I think it's well shot. The music is great. The score, the performances all around, just a really, really cool film. And uh, one that I tremendously enjoyed. I think it's the best DC film that they've made in this decade. And they made a lot of them. So uh, Joker, mine and I hope you like this sequel sing-along when it comes out. Yeah, cool. Uh, as much as this one. All right, my number seven. I hope I got this quote from the right movie with him. Um, but it's 2014. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm back. John Wick. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'm thinking I'm back. Yeah, fucking the Baba Yaga. <laughs> this fucking movie is great. Uh, it's kind of in that same vein as Liam Neeson and Taken and all that shit. But it's got Keanu Reeves, who, I mean, he's just—I love the dude. He's he, he's the same person in every fucking role. And this movie, again, um, the the action, the fighting, the gun jitsu, and all that shit. It is really cool, and I enjoy this franchise as a whole. Um, please don't go back and do another Matrix movie. Just stick with the John Wicks at this point because those are those are pretty cool. No matter how much you stretch out that franchise, but John Wick, love it. All right, number seven, X Machina. General Hux plays a naive uh, programmer that thinks he's got like the ultimate business trip with his boss, Oscar Isaacs. Um, and they're going to talk about AI. They're going to figure out what AI is all about. And it's got twisties. It's got turnies, well acted, extremely cool ending. Um, also has Laura Craft from the last movie. She's like the hot AI uh, girl. And it's just an all around solid film. All right. My number seven is The Expendables 2. I mean, we've talked about it to death on this show. I am an absolutely mega fan of action in the 80s and the early 90s and to to tell my 80 like my kid self there's one day going to be a movie with Schwarzenegger, Willis, um Stallone, JCVD and a bunch of others all in one fucking film I would have it would have blown my mind like I wouldn't have believed Norris it. Uh, it, it was it was so fucking crazy uh, I picked part 2 because it had JCVD in it uh, also, Schwarzenegger does more than just a cameo like he does in the first one. So this is really the ultimate one. And I just absolutely love watching it. Uh, and I love that they play off like jokes off their old movies. Like they do Chuck Norris jokes and, you know, they do Yippie Kaye and they do I'll Be Back. It's just it's such a love letter to action of the 80s that I absolutely adore it. The best movie ever. <laughs> All right. My number six, which I'm pretty sure is going to be higher in your guys' list, but number six for me is 2018's Ready Player One. Um, no, no idea anything about this um, book, anything until Todd told me about it. He's like, you got to really read that book. That movie's fucking great. The book's better, but the movie's just as great. Um, and when I first watched it and I found out what it was about and to see all these video game characters that I've grown up watching and 
I mean, there's just so much coolness. You got to play the game. You got to find the Easter eggs to advance. It's just, it was really cool um, seeing the fucking T-Rex, the DeLorean. I mean, fuck, you see those two things in the same movie? Holy shit, Freddy Krueger at one point. I, it's, just, it's just fucking great. I, I love that movie. I don't know if they're going to do a second one. I don't know that they need to. I know there's a second book. Um, but Ready Player One is such a fantastic fucking watch. I love it. Also one that I forgot that would make my list. I have the poster right over here. Fucking idiot. Um, that's a great movie. Number six, uh, Martin Scorsese's The Wolf of Wall Street. Leonardo DiCaprio starring. Um, yeah, it's so quotable. Um, fucking Matthew McConaughey scene. It's just like one scene is fucking great. You got to, I don't know. It's just fucking, the whole movie is hilarious. It's like uh, poking fun at like extreme wealth and how they're just full of, all of them are just full of shit. Um, it's a great movie. Scorsese is an awesome director. DiCaprio is great. Um, all supporting cast. Jonah Hill is fucking excellent in it. Margot Robbie is fucking beautiful. Like, come on. Um, it's long as fuck, but it's a great long movie. And I love the end too, where the FBI agent is like, um, you know, he's Leonardo tries to bribe him, you know, he's like, and all that shit. And then at the end of the day, FBI agent wins and he's on the subway surrounded by bunch of schmucks and he's going back to his sad life and leonardo like although he lost he still kind of won because you know at the end of the day still has fucking money you know what i mean so we'll fall street solid film awesome uh my number six is spider-man into the spider-verse uh i didn't think an animated spider-man movie would ever make my top 10 uh, i love animation films don't get me wrong but i'm more of a live action guy but this movie was just so fucking good and fired on all cylinders. It was cool to see all the different Spider-Man characters that they put into the movie and stuff like that. And then even with the tease at the end with the fucking Spider-Man 67 and the point with the Spider-Man 2099, this movie is just chock full of Easter eggs and surprises. And what a fantastic movie and a great way to introduce Miles Morales to a lot of people who does, don't read the comics and yeah it was just so fucking good and uh yeah it's amazing i had to put it on my list and it brings your boy nick cage into uh spider-man because all right that's right spider-man noir yeah. um all right getting into the final the top five here we go 2018 the seat the the original was great i feel like the sequel was better and that's going to be deadpool 2 um, I love Canadians more now than I ever did before, considering I uh, personally know one. Um, and Ryan Reynolds, which, mind you, they just dropped the uh, info that Deadpool 3 is going to bring back Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Um, but Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, I mean, the two were meant for each other, right? I mean, who better to encapsulate this fucking bonkers character than Ryan Reynolds himself? Um, I love Deadpool 2 because it introduces so much crazy fun shit you got the juggernaut which is absolutely fucking amazing way better in this movie than he was in what was it fucking x-men last stand i'm the like juggernaut was, bitch <laughs> bitch <laughs> yeah um but this movie is great it's cool you see little cameos from you know the uh, characters from x-men uh, which is even cool and then that that ending for deadpool 2 where he starts traveling back in time kills his uh, ryan reynolds as he's reading the green lantern script fucking great and then killing uh the iteration of weapon x from wolverine origins his deadpool character killing that and saying you're welcome i mean i love 
I'm not too much of a fan of the breaking the fourth wall, but this is perfect. And the fact that She-Hulk is doing it in her episodes, I can only imagine like bringing that Deadpool to it. Fourth wall breaker is going to be even better. Uh, but Deadpool 2 is a fantastic movie. All right, number five is going to be Denis Villeneuve, uh, Sicario, starring Emily Blunt, Benicio Del Toro, Josh Brolin. It's about the war on uh, cartels and all that stuff. And uh, Benicio Del Toro plays a uh, Mexican, I believe he's an old lawyer, prosecutor, something like that, where his family's murdered by a cartel. He joins up with like the U.S. Marshals and Special Forces, things like that, to go take the war to the fucking cartel. It's an amazing fucking film. Emily Blunt, you think she's going to be the hero character, but she's the villain. She's like fucking trying to get in the way of these dudes. This is how you handle business. Use your fucking gun, not words. She's trying to use words. It doesn't work. Sicario is a great film. Cinematography is excellent. Part two is pretty cool, but number one is fucking amazing. So number five. My number five is Logan. Speaking of uh, Wolverine, uh, Logan is such a fucking grounded and sad and broken down movie, but it was just so good. Such a great way to, well, quote unquote, end that character, which we just found out like a week ago wasn't the end of that character. But um, yeah, it was just such a different, you know, Marvel movie that we hadn't seen before to see Professor X like so low and see Wolverine so vulnerable. And it was just a really, really well made film. And uh, yeah, I, I just love it. So, Logan. All right, number four, uh, never knew that they would make a sequel to this movie. Didn't know if it would work. It features an actor that is in pretty much every fucking movie in the entire world, uh, but it's one of the few that I really like him in, and that is going to be 2017's Jumanji. Um, I love that film, man, to see Kevin Hart and The Rock and uh, fuck who I, Oh, Jack Black. Holy shit. Uh, I mean, just the cast in that in that film is phenomenal. The idea of, you know, what we were used to with Robin Williams, rest in peace, um, and Kirsten Dunst. And so in that movie, seeing them play the game and then evolve to 2017, where these kids are sucked in and they play as the avatars like that was just cool. The movie was so much fun. Uh, it was enjoyable from beginning to end. I even like the sequel, but this one's definitely my favorite one. Um, Jumanji, fucking the rock, dude, the smolder. I love it. So, all right, cool, good movie. My number four is another Dennis Van Luevu. It's Blade Runner twenty forty nine, a long awaited sequel to Blade Runner number one with Harrison Ford. This one has Ryan Gosling and Harrison Ford. Um, yeah, super sci fi. Where in the future, androids known as replicants run around and they hunt each other down essentially. Uh, not for everyone. It's very long-winded. It's very slow, but I just love the fucking world in this. I love the replicants. Ryan Gosling does a great performance. Harrison Ford, always a fucking um, gem. And then, oh, oh, Anna Diamas, Armas, one of the most yes. top, top five beautiful of all show. time. Oh my gosh. Bomb show. Here. It's excellent. Blade Runner 2049. All right. At my number four, it's Ready Player One. Uh, I mean, this just encapsulates a lot of the things that I fucking love about like movies and video games and everything. It's the world I want to live in. Like when I play VR, that's what I want to go into at someday. Uh, just the fact that you see so many franchises all at once, it, it's like mind blowing. And every time I watch it, I notice something different, you know, that I didn't see in the past because the amount of Easter eggs in that movie are so ridiculous that 
you can't see everything and it's fucking fantastic and even as like i watch new movies and new series then there that there's easter eggs in there so i notice them later it's just such a great film and i can't believe that they actually successfully made a good movie off that book because when i read the book i thought there's no fucking way they're going to be able to make this movie but here we are fantastic film and i love it to death so ready player one all right top three territory uh this one for me i hold it near and dear to my heart uh there it is ready player one you guys can't see it but shot just showed us this poster uh Number three is 2016's Rogue One. This movie is, I think a lot of people would agree, no matter how much we disagree on other aspects of Star Wars, I think we could all agree that Rogue One um, was everything Star Wars needs to be and more. Um, To take a brief sentence in the crawl of episode four and taking that idea and turn it into a story for Rogue One, the stealing of the Death Star plans. Um, introducing characters from Cassian Andor to Jin Erso to um, fuck I, I can't even think of their names off the top of my head I'm so excited about talking about this movie um, but just it, it's great Rogue One showed all kinds of cool shit got me hyped up in the theaters more so when you see the stock footage old footage they use from episode four gold leader this is Red Lita. Da, da, da. That was cool. Seeing how Luke, why he ended up with the Red Five call sign, the Battle of Scarif itself. I am one with the Force, and the Force is with me. I am one with the Force, and the Force is with me. Uh, fucking Rogue One is so great. And watching Andor, um, even though I know what the ending eventually is going to be, um, Rogue One is just encapsulates so much of what I love about Star Wars. And I, I talked with a buddy at work, uh, Z. We've talked about this, but to have Cassie Andor, one of the first Mexican actors um, or actor portrayals of this character in, in Star Wars is fucking cool. It, hit, it hits close to home. Um, so it's really cool. I, I enjoy so much about the movie Rogue One. Fucking fantastic. Um, Danny Trejo, why are you giving him a dis- disservice, Mondo? <laughs> well, no, Cassie Andor is a little <laughs> bit better than a Rancor Keeper. Hey, I'm seriously a Rancor. Uh, number three. Mad Max Fury Road, so high, like, I'm going to borrow a quote, fucking high octane, you know, they're all about fucking uh, engines and motors and things like that, it's so good, Tom Hardy's like the silent fucking Max, oh, it's great, I love the Road Warrior, the the part two, the Mad Max trilogy is fucking excellent, I love that one, Mel Gibson, but this one is fucking excellent, it's great, um, everything about it, like, uh, what's his face, he plays fucking the Beast in X-Men, um, He's really good in this one. Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt, yeah, he's excellent. Like, uh, witness me and shit like that. And then he like convinces fucking the big dog to give him his gun to sneak on there, and he fucking drops it. And he, <laughs> the big guy, Imogen, Imogen Joe, goes like mediocre. Just like a lot of quotes. Uh, Man, actually wrote just dope. Absolutely. Uh, number three for me is Captain America's The Winter Soldier. Uh, I think this movie is so fucking good. Uh, without even having the Marvel characters, I think it would be a good movie. It's about espionage. It's about it's like a chase movie, and then they're you know on the run, and it's just such a great movie. But to add Captain America, Nick Fury, and Black Widow, and uh, just a bunch of great characters, and it's it introduces Sam Wilson, you know, in a really clever way, and I just fucking love this movie i think outside of 
you know, other movies I'm going to mention later, I think it's the best uh, movie that the MCU has put out just as a pure, like, one movie uh, arc. And I love it to death. So that's my number three. All right. Number two, quite possibly the most controversial pick on my list, because I know I'm going to get an eye roll. Peter here. Rabbit. No, Peter Rabbit was a good that's, movie, that's though. I liked it. Movie, yeah. <laughs> I liked that movie. Uh, but my number two is going to be Star Wars episode nine the rise of skywalker now i know there's you some of you listening i cause expression to, steve's to quote, expression to quote anakin skywalker what have i done where have i where did i lead <laughs> you astray oh, i hate them i love the movie i love the sequel trilogy um i i think it was great i love kylo ren i love daisy ridley's character ray uh poe dameron um was great but this movie i just i like it because it has so much mix of new and old the emperor was behind everything the whole time which yeah it's a little bit of a cheap payoff but it was still pretty cool to see um but one of my favorite parts of that movie um and i still get the chills every time i fucking watch it is they run into uh lando on Passan, and you see lando for the first time and he's like what's going on hey chewy i get the fucking chills and that's what i love about star wars is getting that feeling and none beats it than poe dameron going fucking head on with the star destroyers thinking like i failed there's no one else we're all with you poe like, i get the chills just thinking about it now and all those fucking ships just show up to fight uh the sith fleet like love the movie man it was great uh, i know it gets a lot of hate i want more set in that time frame past that time frame um but yeah rise of skywalker and r.i.p uh, Carrie Fisher, because that fucking part was sad too when Chewie fucking hurt. Movie sucks. Uh, my number two Doctor. is D J A N G O. The D is silent. Django Unchained. Quentin Tarantino. Fucking love this movie, man. Oh my god. Jamie Foxx plays fucking great uh, character. It's just like coming of age tale. Uh, Christopher Waltz is amazing in everything he does. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio, once again, he's on my list again from Wolf of Wall Street. This is good, man. The the setting is great. The acting is freaking phenomenal. Um, the gunplay is great. The message is cool. You know, the the slave turned hero is fucking awesome. And every story you hear from the back uh, behind the scenes is like quinn telling jamie like you're not fucking cool you're not cool you're a fucking slave and then you're the hero like you, you start at nothing literally you're someone's property and then you become the hero and take out the fucking evil characters it's fucking an excellent film every time uh dr king schultz aka christopher waltz dies is a fucking bummer because he's such a cool character but he like he said he couldn't resist and he had to shoot leonardo DiCaprio in the heart so uh excellent movie uh my number two it is avengers infinity war uh this is a movie that just blew my mind when i saw it to have all these characters from all these movies kind of do their own thing and then interact with each other and in ways that you didn't expect seeing uh, finally a fully realized thanos like actually doing stuff you know because we had seen him bits and parts before but finally getting to see him like in action fighting the way he kicks the hulk's ass is just so fucking good and had the ways that he goes after his, you know, infinity stones it was just so fucking cool. And it's, it's kind of his movie, you know, it's really him getting, going through all these characters and just beating them. And it's about defeat. And I remember how fucking like shocked I was with that ending, you know, when it ended uh, 
with all those characters dying and characters I really didn't believe would be dead. Like I knew they wouldn't be dead, dead because obviously, but that would, you know, disappear and stuff like that, especially like Black Panther who had just had such a great uh, movie, like only a couple of months prior. Yeah, it was fantastic. And I absolutely love the theater experience for this one. So that's why it's my number two. All right. The moment you've been waiting for number one on my top 10 movies of the decade. Getting the chills is a must, just like I said with the Star Wars. This this movie will forever be one of the top tier movies, not just of the decade, but ever in general. And that's going to be 2019's Avengers Endgame. I mean, Steve, Steve will probably know just as much as I do, having watched from fucking the first Iron Man, everything in between, to basically get you to this ending this what's gonna fucking happen their heroes are gone we got to bring them back this time heist i mean the movie was so great but nothing will ever compare to that captain on your left oh shit and then avengers assemble like holy fuck dude captain america fighting with his shield and neonir fucking is up there man um just seeing all those characters on screen it's never been done before it's never been done before and that was just such an experience in the movie theater holy shit dude everyone and unanimously just loved it and i love the movie love the ending sucks but it only sucks because you always want more but you know it has to change and i can tell you that after endgame the scope of that is making me look even more excited to what we're going to get with secret war, because I think that's going to be end game uh, times a hundred, but Avengers end game is going down as cinema history as one of the greatest fucking movies ever conceived, created and shown on the big screen. Jeez. All right. Damn. My number one. Uh, and I love hard sci-fi. I mean, Blade Runner 2049 is fucking crazy, but my number one is interstellar Christopher Nolan from 2014 Matthew McConaughey uh, starring and the earth is dead. Of course, we've seen this story before. And now these astronauts that uh, there's non-existent astronaut program has to go set it, set things right, right? And try to get humanity off earth. Uh, spans a lot of years. It's fucking heartbreaking. There's a scene where his kids are like 10 and now he fucked up the mission and they're fucking 30, 40 years old. Um, grandpa's dead now and shit like that and he has to watch all these videos that he missed and he's just fucking excellent acting when he's sitting there watching home videos crying um interstellar is great it's not for everybody it's extremely high like not high sci-fi that sounds pretentious but like you know book heavy learning shit like that sci-fi um so it's hard to get into for some people but interstellar i love it it's a good ride and i don't have the poster up in here but i have the poster frame somewhere so interstellar number one nice uh my number one easy pick for me because even though it's only been out for like three years i probably watched it 30 or 40 times and that's avengers endgame um i agree with mondo like i will never have a theater experience like that probably in my life until maybe secret wars but i guess we'll see uh you know just, that's like my childhood in one movie to see all those characters at once fighting is just something i never ever ever thought would ever get in a movie and I just enjoy every second of it. Every time I watch it, I enjoy it more than the last time. It's just so fucking good on so many levels. It ends like to think you have 20 movies before that, that it closes the chapters on a lot of them. 
and just in really clever ways and it has really cool callbacks to things from other movies that if you didn't watch all those other movies you wouldn't understand like uh, a perfect example of that is captain america in the elevator right one of the best scenes from winter soldier and he knows this time that he can easily avoid that same fight by just saying hail, hail hydra and just by doing that he like walks out of the elevator with the briefcase you know and that's all he needed to do because he's been through this before so he knows exactly the tricks now and it's just so clever and so amazing and i'll still i keep watching every time like i've I don't feel like watching something new or I just need to like unwind, you know, Infinity War and Endgame are usually going to be my go-tos and I watch them over and over and over again, especially that one big scene, you know, with the music playing and it's just, I get goosebumps and I've seen it, you know, 40 times. So amazing film and I absolutely adore it. That's America's ass. <laughs> I, I just use I that for- this uh, all day. I know. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I used that for a bumper recently. Um, oh, shit. Oh, it was on uh, our Maniac Hop episode. Oh, shit. That's America's ass. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, give us give us that listener uh, list, man. I, I'm eager to hear what they have. All right. So this one is a top 11. Okay. Because there was a tie for number 10. Gotcha. So at number tied for number 10, you had Logan and X Machina. So, oh, shit. Okay. Two good choices. Uh, yeah, two great choices. So that was really cool. Then, believe it or not, we have a three-way tie. Oh, Jeez. shit. Yeah, for, uh, uh, what is this, eight, nine, and ten, uh, no, seven, eight, and nine. So you had Avengers Infinity War, Star Wars Rogue One, and The Kingsman. Yeah. All yeah. So Shit. Uh, so all my list, baby. <laughs> yeah, so there's your seven, eight, and nine. And then one last tie, again, for oh, shit. five and six so a lot of people like the same movies and then this time we have john wick and spider-man into the spider-verse i'm thinking i'm back yeah <laughs> so and between all those films from john wick to logan there is like just adding one more list could have switched any of these films because they're only like two points apart so it's wow. absolutely crazy uh all these movies were on a lot of lists and that's really awesome. But the top four were a little bit more of a spread. Uh, at number four, Ready Player One. Uh, great choice. I think had Todd thought about it, it probably would have been. It could have been up higher. to number two. That it would have been my top. It would have been in my top three for sure. Yeah, so it would probably been number two on the list. Uh, so Todd killed it, even though he has a <laughs> poster on his wall. Uh, at number three, we have Mad Max Fury Road. Fury Road. Um, and then at number two, you know, five points above Mad Max, we had Joker. Oh, okay. Wow. Which, which surprised I, me uh, because I'm the only one out of the so three high. of us that put it on the list. Yeah. But a lot of other people put it on their list, and some of them put it pretty high. I mean, wow. Yeah. I mean, Weezer Face put it at number two. Cody put it at number four. It's a good-ass um, movie. Yeah. It's a great it's a movie. So. Movie, yeah. Yeah. Murray. <laughs> but just, just, like to, just to give you an idea. So number two at 30 points, number three at 25 points, and we have 22, then two 19s, three 18s, two 17s. But our number one movie had 70 points. Oh, shit. So more than double the number two, and it was an absolute runaway, and that was Avengers Endgame. Yeah. It, it made seven number ones. Holy so, shit. 
it wasn't even close. Um, it's crazy. Just absolutely that's, crazy. That's cinema history right there, man. We yeah. all got to enjoy it in the prime of our lives. And I don't, I don't know how, how the fuck do you top that shit, dude? I mean, wow. I, if, if secret wars has a huge fucking burden in front of it, because I mean, you're going to have to introduce the fucking Logan's, the Toby, the Andrew, everything in that movie to, to bump it up. But yeah, fucking I'm, I'm happy for that. Avengers end game. Number one. Wow. And, And for the next five, just out of curiosity, it was interstellar, uh, Jojo rabbit. Um, oh, okay. Jojo Rabbit's of, excellent. Uh, it is Wolf of Wall Street, uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World, and The Dark oh, Knight shit. Rises. No Django, oh, yeah. dude. That's a fucking great movie. Uh, <laughs> other else, than I'm suck. If, if I don't anyone think anyone would... else had Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one else had Jumanji. No one else had Django. Um, nope. Uh, I had yeah, uh, a lot of titles had just one like upgrade. Only got one. Uh, dude, I almost put that on there. Yeah, Spider-Man: I, Homecoming had one. Baby Driver had one. Black Panther had one. Uh, I had about, um, about time. I don't even know what. It's just think. Timberlake. Oh, oh yeah, that that one's a really good movie. Good movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, Man 19, of Seafried. Yeah, 1917, Thor Ragnarok, Jumanji, Blade Runner, uh, Goosebumps, two. Oh, wow, got, got one. And I had um, I had Inception as an honorable mention. I really love me too. I, it it came really close to making my list. Uh, Inception, so. RoboCop 2014, uh, Chappie, Elysium, Dread. I mean, all great fucking movies. Yeah. But Actually, n- not none of those three made anyone really. List. Yeah, I really liked Elysium. I like Shark. Uh, was it Charlotte? I don't know how to say his name. Yeah, Copley. Mm-hmm. Um, he's fucking so good in that movie as the villain. Um, I loved him with the mech suits and stuff. It's really cool. But he's, he's a like great Chappie. actor. Yeah, he is. I need him in more stuff, dude. I, I, ju- I just talked about him on Horse Squad because I reviewed Beast and he's Beast, in that. yeah. So, no, it was, a, it was a good list. So, I really appreciate everyone who sent it in. Yeah, thank you, guys. Um, it was an absolute runaway, though, for Avengers Endgame. And I'm not that surprised uh, because... I'll we'll watch it again. <laughs> I, I, I think next year's decade, when, when we do uh, 2000 to 2009, will Ooh. also not be a surprise. <laughs> but, yeah, we'll we'll see. Well, what's going to win that one? I think Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's so fucking good. There's... Why are you trying to kill me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, swear to fellas, me. Swear to me. I think that's Batman Begins, but swear to me. No, it's it, that one. It's it a tough it? list, though. Like, you know, like I could have put fucking 10 Marvel movies on there. but I limited, Oh, easily. I, I limited myself because I want to put other stuff, too. Me, too. Uh, so I'm glad that we're kind of out of that in the, 20, in the 2000 to 2010, uh, 2009, because I think only Iron Man is like a Iron Man, maybe Iron Man 2, but that's it. So yeah, this whole list for easily could have been all Marvel, but I yeah. wanted to mix it up too on my end. So whatever. But uh well with that being said, we appreciate every single one of you guys, not just for the list that you send in, um, but for listening from episodes one to fifty. Um to Steve and to Todd, man. I hope there's 50 more. I truly enjoy having fun with you guys talking this. It's uh it's the escape and cool to shoot the shit with you guys. Um next episode are we doing water world or are we water, doing water turtles okay water so water world kevin costner the mariner's here the mariner's here oh <laughs> uh, shit that fucking movie is going to be so much fun i can't wait because i love the universal studio show <laughs> uh so water world next and then we got 
uh, Shredder's Revenge down the pipeline. I know there's going to be a little bit change to our schedule because the way things align, um, we would be recording on on Halloween, but we have plans. It doesn't matter to, to them. Oh, okay, we'll disguise it. Steve's yeah, a fucking if, if we magician. record one day after, they don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, a, yeah, it comes out the same day. <laughs> true that. So uh, yeah, again, thank you all for all the listens, all the love. I uh, appreciate you guys, and on on to fifty more. The quest begins. Yeah, so I, I think we're gonna do these uh, decades list every twenty five episodes, which amounts okay. to pretty much a year. So twenty five is fifty. Yes, that's like fifty weeks. So it's close to a year. So at seventy five, we'll do two thousand to two thousand nine. Oh shit! I can't we'll wait. Slowly go down <laughs> the list. Sweet, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all. Thank you. Bye. 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 Good night. Bye.